Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Pods Moving and Storage Studio. This is The Ramsey Show. It's where we help you win with your money, and we'll look at your work component, your relationship component around the all-important element of money so that you can win and win big and live that life that you desire to live. 888-825-5225 is the phone number. 888-825-5225. I'm Ken Coleman. I'm joined by my colleague, the incomparable, the fabulous, Rachel Cruz. And uh, we're here for you this hour. She'll take your money questions. I might pipe in. I might not. You never know. And uh, if you get any of those work questions that relate to making more money, getting out of a tough environment, uh, but not losing that income, I'm here to help in those specific questions as well. Let's go to Houston, Texas, where Layla joins us. Layla, how can we help? Hi. Thank you guys for both taking my call. You bet. I appreciate it. Sure. Um, we went to Missouri. My husband and I are getting close to retirement age, and uh, we're just looking for a place to get. We love Houston, but city life, we don't want to, you know, we need a little getaway from city life and retirement age. Um, so, Long story short, went to Missouri, found a piece of property, fell in love with it, um, and uh, we would just want to know if it's a good idea to buy it or not. My son's in love with it. He wants to move out of Texas, and he wants to work in Missouri, um, and he says he would love to live there and raise a family on that piece of property. So the end goal is just going to be him raising his family, but we're going to enjoy it while we're, we're here. Okay. And you're calling us to get our opinion on this. I'm curious. What are you nervous about? What are you unsure about? What's the piece of information we don't have as to why you wouldn't buy it? Well, I just want to make sure. Like, I'm, we're financially okay right now. What does um, that mean? And I just want to make sure. Sh- so, um, the, uh, we have, we have uh, our, some investments, um, and we have... How um, much are in those? We could pay for the property. Uh, okay, so investments are... About eight hundred, eight hundred thousand. And are those in retirement um, or just in the market? When you say investments, is mutual it funds. mutual funds? Four hundred one k Roth IRA or just strictly mutual funds? Mutual funds, Roth IRA, and I think a SEP. Okay, yeah. My husband has a SEP. Yep. Okay, yeah. great. And um, and so we have that going, and then a uh, uh, liquid or in the bank we have uh, one one point six. Nice. So Great want, job, we, Layla. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Hard work. Hard work. Yeah, yes. well done, uh, though. Well done. How much is the land? The land is, well, they want 1.18 on the land. But we're going to have to do some work to the house. Is it, um, there's a house on it, it. Yeah, but it's a little house. It, it needs a little work. It's a little farmhouse. You have, know, you run, you know, uh, yeah. have you run comps on this? How, or, how, or how many acres, too? It's a two ninety something, two ninety three, I think, two ninety three, two hundred and ninety three acres. Yes, nice. but it is a gorgeous piece of property. Oh, wow. I, I, I bet that's a lot of land. Well, I was thinking one million dollars for I was a say, lot. Yeah. I was like, I was confused. Okay, and and before Rachel breaks the money down, I just really curious. I want to make sure I heard you right. You and your husband want to move to Missouri and live on this, and then eventually your son comes and raises his family on it. Is that what I heard? Um, yes. So my, my husband and I, we don't want to move out of Houston. We're going to keep our home here in Houston. Oh, okay. Um, Missouri is going to be, you know, to get away from Houston whenever we want to get away from Houston, live there maybe okay. for a few months in retirement, gotcha. you know, and then just always come back to Houston. We don't want to give up the home here. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Um, 
Okay, and so the house needs some renovations. Do you know how much that will cost? Um, you know what? It needs a paint job, bathrooms, rip out the carpet, maybe about 45 50 on the max side i'm saying on the max side okay okay um all right and then your and then your son may come on the property as well right and build his own thing but you guys would just kind of gift that are you expecting him to buy a a partial um within that lot or no, we're, my son's 17. He's going to be off to college. But after oh, college, okay. Gosh, in my head, he was. Yeah. I'm sorry. I got gotcha. you. I'm sorry. That's my fault. I didn't tell you that part. But no. he is uh, after college. He's fell in love with it. He does. He wants to move someplace colder. He doesn't like the heat in Houston. <laughs> so in love with this property. He loves it. Um, he's always told us, this is not a spontaneous thing, that, you know, that he always wanted a piece of I'm piece sure of he land does. where he can drive his can out. Yeah. Yeah. No, just, I think that's great. Okay. But yeah. you guys would buy this property, not for the 17 year old that could meet sweet little Anna here in three oh, years oh, and like move that. out and no, move up no, to Chicago no, no. with her no. family or something like, no. yeah, regardless of whether the 17 year old likes this property, you guys like this property. My husband is in love with this property okay, okay. and yes, he's in love with it. Um, I mean, you you guys are in an incredible financial situation. I mean, you're you're everyday millionaires. Is your house in Houston paid off? Yes. Okay. So yeah, you got and and how much longer are you guys going to work? Um, he's probably maybe maybe another seven eight years. Yeah. And what's your house in Houston worth right now if you sold it? Um, maybe about four. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you've got the cash to pay for this land plus the renovations on the small home. Um, yes, we do. But, you know, I'm just thinking about, you know, when we get older, medical expenses, and then if we have to move into a, home, you know, retirement home, is it really worth, should we just keep the cash and just fund our own old age, or should we buy this piece of property, which is a dream property for us? So you're asking and, not uh, how to buy the property, but if you should buy it or not. Yes. Well, that's would it. it be wise knowing that you know we're going to be elderly and probably the expenses that come with. I mean, I think it's something to age. consider. But honestly, we talk about you live like no one else. The so later you get to live and give like no one else. So, Layla, I mean, honestly, realistically, in ten years, if you guys hate it and want out, it's only got to go up in value yeah. and sell it and go do your own thing. You're not tied to it forever. Yeah. If you pay cash, and and you guys need more money than you've invested, and you're going to make that money back. And then some. So I don't think it's risky at all. Not to mention, I think you told us you already got 800000 in the bank uh, in other investments. So you got your home in Houston that's cash uh, that's worth almost a half a million, maybe in several, you know, in 10 years. So I just think you're sitting pretty, and this is not risky at all, Rachel. And you could always flip this property if you get if you had to have it. Yeah, for, there's no risk that you're taking on here. Yeah. And you guys are still going to be working. Um Funding retirement, that eight hundred will keep going up, and uh, I, I like it. I like the move. I mean, I think it's great. And, and again, it's it goes back to a it's a Layla and your and and the, the husband conversation. I mean, I think at that point, from the money side, there's no big red flags. Uh-uh. Um, but but I want to make sure you want to do this too. I know he loves the property. Is this what you want to do with with your money? You know, you guys are speaking to my heart. Yes, I want to, but I have a problem parting with the money i'm a little bit insecure with that and he's he's you know but i i you guys are giving me confidence and saying no you're gonna be yeah secure. i think you're fine it's Go a ahead. lot of money i mean okay. you're writing a 1.1 $1. $1 million dollar check 
So nothing to sneeze at here. So but I get that risky. I would I would want to yeah. throw up a little bit too when you're like, oh, okay, here it yeah. goes. I think you and the but, Hubs uh, a romantic dinner, talk it through. Maybe a little Rod Stewart, Forever Young, maybe in the background. You know, this is like this fun young thing is going to keep you guys young as you get older, and it's a big adventure that you could afford. I, I say do it. I love it. It's great. Did you know, statistically, when it comes to life insurance and protecting your family, that women are more likely to be uninsured or underinsured than men? This doesn't make any sense. Women make up half the workforce, contribute mightily to family incomes, and in many cases are the breadwinners and take care of their families 24 hours a day. This is one of the most overlooked areas when it comes to financial planning. Maybe it's a relic of the past. But a loss of income or the need to replace family care is equally important for women as it is for men. Single moms, working moms, and stay-at-home moms all need term life insurance. Rates are actually lower for women, which is why I send you to Xander Insurance. They shop the top term life companies to find the lowest rates available. You can compare rates online at Xander.com or call 800-356-4282. This is something every family has to deal with. That's Xander.com or 800-356-4282. You are listening to The Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman. I'm joined by my colleague, Rachel Cruz, and we're here for you this hour, taking your money questions, also taking your work questions and relationship questions around these issues of money. 888-825-5225. 888-825-5225. It's time for our question of the day, and it's brought to you by Neighborly, your hub for home services. When you need to make repairs, schedule routine maintenance, or find local help, For home improvement projects, Neighborly is your source for reliable home service providers in your area. Go to Neighborly.com to start your search. And today's question comes from, I see Al. On the Smart Money Happy Hour, I said Al one time and it was AI. Is this AI? Is this a joke? Are you all playing a joke on me? I mean, it says Al. I don't know. I feel like I've missed the entire thing. I, I said Al. I feel like I've just tell the story the after the question. Tell the story. Okay. Okay. I'm going to say Al in Silicon Valley. Oh, okay. No, this is y'all. AI they're in Silicon pull- Valley. They're pulling something. Okay. They're messing with this you. This says I'm 23 and a recent <laughs> college graduate. I'm currently working, making 50K a year, graduate without debt, currently have 20 in my savings. 20000 in my savings. My monthly rent is 700 My car is paid for. My question is, how should I be investing my money at this stage of my life? Um, man, well, Al, AI, if you're even real, uh, this is this is great. I mean, I would, I would, at this point, you probably, that 20000 I would say, is a fully funded emergency fund for you. So I would take your income and start investing 15% of it into retirement. And if your employer offers a 401k, I would go up to the match, uh, open up a Roth IRA, fund that, and yeah, fund 15%, 15% of your income there. Okay, so George and I were on a Smart Money Happy Hour podcast, and we have some notes for all the stuff we do, yeah, and, and I'm just right. kind of reading it, and I'm like, yeah, and, uh, and I said, and it was about counterfeits. I think it's actually out. I think it's the episode that's out today, and it talks about how there are companies now that will it'll go through a system to make sure that it's authentic, right? That the item is, that it's not a counterfeit item. And it said, and it has, and an and Al helps out with this. 
So I say Al helps out. Right. Well, everyone loses it. Right. And they're like, you're a 60-year-old woman, Rachel. Right. It's AI. It's and I'm AI. like, but it looks like Al. Well, because so in your I, defense, no. in your defense, it wasn't like the old school capital where you got a straight line and two crosses That's there. It. So, but it was just the one line. And you see Al. The uppercase I and the lowercase L look very similar. And there's no periods in between those. So anyways, they in all your just defense, make fun of me. And I I'm see seeing Al, and I just had like, like, yeah. PTSD right there looking at Al in Silicon Valley. Y'all did that to me. Yeah, it was a real that. question, yeah. but we couldn't resist the opportunity to troll you with the fake names. Yeah, I learned my lesson. Yeah, but Wiser beyond my years. You, so you figured it so out. Stupid. Joke is on them. There you so go. St- so, <laughs> Al. Watch out for Al. It's going to take all of our jobs. Al, I know. I was like, they have Al in the back. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's get going here to the phones. Hey, we're having fun. I hope you are. Let's go to Mark in Orlando, Florida. Uh, let's see. Here he is. Mark, how can we help? Good afternoon. <clears throat> I was calling just in regards to looking over the numbers my wife and I have in front of us here and wondering if there's any way out except bankruptcy. Oh, no. What's going on? We have um, about $235,000 in debt. Uh, about 214000 of that. I'm sorry, about 180000 of that is in judgments and in, um, you know, loans that weren't paid off and a judgment from us, from my company. Uh, we have about $50,000 in car loans and... I had to close the company, and we're looking at a new salary with a new company I just started with at only about fifty-five thousand a year. Mm. Wow! What what happened with the with the old company with the judgments and everything? We had taken out a few loans uh, to try to keep things going over the last year and a half, and those loans kept deducting payments uh, weekly, and then we had uh, material that was back ordered. And we weren't able to come up with the money after the. Oh, I'm so sorry, Mark. Money had continued to be deducted, so everything just kind of snowballed fell apart quickly. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, okay, do you guys? Um, is your house what? How much do you guys owe in your house? We that's not yeah that's not even including that. We literally just moved into the house last April. And we bought that. We owe about three hundred on that. Three hundred. Okay. Um, any other consumer debt besides the car loans? Uh, no, we don't have any credit cards. We don't have any student loans or anything. We don't own anything, so we just own the vehicles, which is about a truck, which is thirty-four thousand. We still owe on and fifteen thousand on my wife's car. How much okay. are those cars worth? Probably a lot less than that. <clears throat> what were you making, Not or what positive. were you paying yourself when you when you're working for yourself? What were you paying yourself? Um, it depended on the time of season. I owned an air conditioning business, right? Uh, so it was seasonal, and it was there was never a consistent way to right. figure out what was we're it. Doing. But were you we making were more than fifty five thousand at any point? Oh yeah, yeah. We were bringing home ninety thousand the last two years in yeah. a row. Yeah. The reason I bring this up is um, I want to know what your income potential is. Because as you start to wade through this, the max amount of income possible for both of you 
is what we're going to need to try to figure out and line mm-hmm. that up. So it allows us to dig out of this or at least consider what would it take to dig out of this without filing bankruptcy. Is your um, wife working at all, Mark? Um, she was doing, you know, stay-at-home mother, but she picked up babysitting uh, now, so making a little bit of cash, but not much. How, how old are Probably your kids? about $1,000 a month. My son is five. My daughter is about to be a year and two Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm. Y'all are in the thick of it for sure. Um, okay, well, here's here's looking at everything. I would eliminate, Mark, as much as possible, like in a, as, as fast as possible, just to get some breathing room. So honestly, even though the car is 34, maybe you can sell it for 20 and you'd, you, know, you would take a $14,000 loan for the difference. I would do something just to feel like I have a level of control over what's going on because I know you feel like you're spinning out of control with all of this. Um, and so getting rid of the cars, taking a small loan uh, for the difference where you guys are, and then I would be looking at your 180 as as almost like a student loan in my head because like we get numbers like this on the show of so much debt. Usually it's in the form of student loans when we see high um, six-figure debt. But I'm telling you, Mark, I, re- I don't think you're at the brink of bankruptcy, um, but I do want to make sure that your priorities and what you guys are doing with this new income, because it is significantly less, less um, that it's going to the right things at the right time while you continue to maybe even look for a second job yeah. uh, and yeah. do what you can to up that. Because food, shelter, utilities, and transportation is our goal. And I know the house, you guys just moved in in April, but I want you to run a budget, Mark, and see if it is if it is over your mortgage payments, over 25% of your take-home pay, I would look at selling and downsizing. Um, I would do some drastic things uh, in order to be able to attack this 180 uh, really, really well. And again, that's going to mean possibly downsizing home, selling cars, and even taking on another job or two just till you can get your head above water because you're scared, Mark. You have a baby and a little one at home and your wife is, your sweet wife is, yeah, doing babysitting to bring in some extra cash. And so um, there has to be some drastic. I don't think you guys are at the point of bankruptcy. I know it feels hopeless, but if you hold in the line, Mark, Austin's going to pick up and we're going to give you Financial Peace University and you and your wife walk through this it's a, you have a road ahead of you mark it's not going to be easy you have a, you have years ahead of you of climbing out of this but i really i we avoid bankruptcy at all costs and i just do not think yeah. you're bankrupt you feel hopeless but you're not bankrupt yeah. i agree mark you're gonna have to work and work and work and then when you think you can't work anymore keep working you have a lot of skill set and you should be waking, making way more you have to make more and it will help and rachel's right hang on the line though we're gonna get you some help Uh, You guys can do this. You You just need a community and you need some steps and we've got it for you. Hang on. This is The Ramsey Show. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman. I'm joined by my colleague, Rachel Cruz, this hour. The number to jump in for your questions is 888-825-5225. That's 888-825-5225. Now, Rachel, you're big on the talk uh, and the gram. I mean, you're more a, the gram. More the gram than the talk? The talk is there. It's there? Uh, yeah, and, you and, and I don't actually do it. I know, Someone our else team does, because I'm not a big fan of the talk. Me either. 
scares me a little bit. I get it. <laughs> but uh, you are the social but media maven. And I do love... You're the, really good I at social media. I love the gram, though. The gram is so You're fun. really great on the gram. Uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, we're saying the Instagram. Uh, it's kind of like the Google. You know, you got to check all these things out. And uh, some of these uh, amazing trends now are things like bare minimum Monday. This was made famous by a TikToker who said... She needs uh, half of the day Monday to just get herself ready to work again. <laughs> she has she too calls much it, of a good weekend. Yeah, to, it takes her some time. Back. So she calls it bare minimum Monday. She oh, tries no. to do the least amount of possible at work on Monday. And then, of course, you've heard oh, of gosh. the quiet quitting phrase, which yes. is I'm only going to do the bare minimum so I don't get fired. And uh, this is all about just not wanting to work. Like it's, it's, it's people who aren't fulfilled. And instead of getting mad at these people, Rachel, I see is they don't have a reason for going in. Yeah. They fair. don't see something that they uh, enjoy. It's not meaningful to them. And uh, that's why we created a, a really popular tool here called the get clear career assessment. If you would like to actually enjoy your Mondays and not drink your face off on Friday afternoon, because you're so miserable at the work, uh, at the office or, or in your remote job, you just want to enjoy your work and make money. This is the tool for you. It'll help you get a very clear report on how uniquely you are put together, what you do best, what you love to do, and then what motivates you. And this is very helpful. It's a self-awareness tool. It gives you a purpose statement that kind of points you towards a real professional opportunity and you know what you're looking for, and thus you can find it. It's called the Get Clear Career Assessment. It's about an 18-minute uh, assessment, and uh, it's really going to give you clarity and confidence. Go to RamseySolutions.com slash get clear. RamseySolutions.com slash get clear. And I'll say, it's amazing. Thank you very much. It is amazing. Um, let's get now to the phones. Billings, Montana. Do you watch? Do you watch Yellowstone? You know, we... <sighs> you haven't watched it, I can tell. I'm going to say, I didn't get fully immersed but everyone loves it so all right i see montana and i got to talk about it yes and i want to know linda do you live on like a ranch and are you like a cowgirl do you make fun of that show because it's not real i mean what's the story linda you know what? I haven't had my TV on for forty-five years. Oh, Whoa! Wait a minute. But I did. Re- <laughs> yeah. But uh, I love Montana. I don't live on a, a ranch, but I love it. And um, I, I ran into Kevin Costner, and when I did, uh, he was so nice and he was so humble, and oh! I got his autograph. Yes, Linda. you did, Linda. And it's yes, amazing you, you it's amazing you even knew who he was. I assume you've gone to the movies, just haven't turned the TV on in 45 years. Well, it was one of these things where I had just bought my little, you know, sandwich, and I looked, and I'm like, I know that face. And then it was, oh, oh my <laughs> word. And it was him. It was him. And I said, uh, you know, I love your body of work. And his little kid just looked at me like, an idiot. <laughs> That's great, Linda. Great celebrity story. Oh, that's and I'm so, so glad fun. to know that he was everything we hoped he would be. Yes, I'm so glad to know that's that he was so nice he and kind. Is. Oh, that's nice. Yes, Love it. He was, was humble. So I'm I'm calling to see should I sell his signature on eBay? No. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> make make some extra cash. That's hilarious, Linda. You're a great <laughs> spirit. Oh. Well, this is so fun yes, to talk to you, you, Linda. How can we help you today? Well, my dear 97-year young friend just went to be with the Lord, and she uh, gave me $20,000, and I am just shocked. And oh, my gosh. Wow. Anyway, we, yeah, we met doing prison ministry together, and 
back mm. when COVID was going around and nobody would take her to her doctor's appointments, you know, mm. kind of hung in there and did all. But anyway, it's just, it was a joy. So I don't want to do something stupid. And um, I feel like Lord saying, sit on it for a year. And so what should I do with it? Local bank, uh, a CD. Um, I, yeah. Yeah. Question. No, that's so great. Well, um, a great place to park money short term would, we would always recommend a money market account or even a high yield savings account. Yeah. Um, those are going to be your two best bets. And you can do those um uh, you know, some local established banks have that option, but also a lot of online ba- banks that aren't brick and mortar that may make you, I don't know how you feel about that. Uh, they're perfectly safe, but sometimes you can get a better rate of return on an online bank at times. So like a bank like Ally, I would look into. That's where my husband and I have our high yield savings account through. Uh, but that or a money market, I think is is a great option for now. And and um, not that I don't want, I, I want you to, be obedient to what you feel like the Lord is saying for you to do in that with that money for sure. But do you, for you, Linda, in your financial situation, where are you at? Do you have debt? Do you have retirement? Um, I in, yeah, I live in a 1961 mobile home. I have a used car with 371,000 miles on it, a Toyota. Um, I just picked up a side hustle job at a box store. And um, I was a part-time teacher. I'm also an actress. Um, and I just get a little check of about $700 a month, and then it goes up $13, you know, uh, every year. And um, But on the side hustle job, get paid, you know, every two weeks faithfully, and it's about $600. Um, my debt is about $17,119.55. But I just, you know, and I know from taking the classes that I should pay all the debt off, but I, I just don't know. Um, big, big ticket items. I need termite. Uh, my the dryer went out, so I'm hanging the clothes up, and a used car eventually, and um, a new bed. So that's kind of you know after all the debts paid off. I did have the emergency fund, and then during um, the whole COVID stuff, uh, and then I retired at 58. I'm 63 now. Um, I kind of went through you know that. So there's a little in the bank. So I'm kind of, you know, starting over. But okay. I spent a lot on missions trips um, and giving to other people and helping them out and stuff. Yeah. Um, and I'm very content, you know, with where I live. But, sure, um, sure. I just, you know, I told her daughters when I just got blown away by this. I feel like she would want it, you know, for the Lord. Um, she would send, when I traveled the world a lot in my 30s and 40s, she would uh, give me little missionary tracks from in different languages, Africa mm. and Germany, all over. And I just feel like she would want it, you know, to go for that. But when I drove her by my mobile home once, I said, what do you think, man? And she said, I think it's time for a new house. Oh. <laughs> but, um, well, but, Linda, I'm, I, but I'm not really into Linda, all that. Linda, yeah. Linda, you're so sweet. I could talk to you literally. You. Rachel and I could talk to you for <laughs> hours. You're a delight. But, but I'm going to tell you something. We're going to, you know what we're going to tell you. This is a gift that your yeah. friend gave you, and you don't need to attach all kinds of things to it. She's in heaven. And 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 this yeah. was a gift, and I think you ought and to take to, care of you. If you were my mom uh, or my friend, mm-hmm. I'd say pay this debt off 
and 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 okay. get that debt out of your life at this age you don't need to be carrying that debt you've got your side hustles yeah. you got ways of bringing in income but that debt needs to be gone and then you can take care a, of the bed and, and the what termites. a blessing that it's basically almost to the exact dollar amount i mean you may have 2500 left yeah. but but that's a that's an yeah. amazing thing linda that's because huge. something is true that releases i think not just financially but emotionally spiritually physiology yeah. like when you don't owe anyone anything when scripture says the borrower mm -hmm. is slave to the lender there is right. wisdom in that there is wisdom that yeah. you don't have the ability to be completely free linda that when you make an yeah. income and you and you want to be able to be even more generous than you are you have to be making these payments mm -hmm. to this debt you know so yeah. when you don't owe anyone mm -hmm. anything there is a freedom and a beautiful legacy a beautiful legacy yeah. Uh, that you can leave, that your friend had left you, and I think that mm -hmm. that is a that is a a, a wise way to yes. use this to carry her on her legacy on through your story. Yeah. So you are wonderful, Linda. I'm so glad that you called in today. And Linda, Rachel's right. I think she's preaching. I think you need to hear the message, the sermon, because here's the deal: you pay that debt off, it frees you up to go on more missions trips, to give to missions. You need that out of your life so that you can give more who you are and you are fantastic linda thank you so much for calling what a gift use it this is the ramsey show you're listening to the ramsey show i'm ken coleman i'm joined in studio by rachel cruz this hour triple eight eight two five five two two five is the number our scripture of the day comes from proverbs thirteen twenty. whoever walks with the wise becomes wise but the companion of fools will suffer harm. And our quote of the day, Adam Sandler. Fantastic. Yes. Adam Sandler quote. I mean, I don't think I've ever had a Sandler quote. This is great. It's hard to soar with the eagles <laughs> when you're surrounded by the turkeys. That's my best Adam Sandler. That's all I got. That's back at the guys. I don't know if that's any good or not. <laughs> that was really good. Oh, that was good, Ken. <laughs> I tried. Uh, and you know what? He's right. Um, He's right. <laughs> Hard to soar when you're around the turkeys. But hey, we're all turkeys. But we're, but we're all, <laughs> but we're all turkeys to a degree. Are we? Yeah, yes. you're right. Yes. You know what? I think you're we right. are. Look at me trying to we act like I got can't it all, be all together. Eagles. <laughs> Not all the time. It's really there's true. there's a humility part to life way. that we all have a level of turkey in us. So and you know what? Turkeys that. are also. Why are we banging on turkeys? Turkeys are tasty. <laughs> they taste great. You know, they help us take naps. They have the, they're fun to draw when you're a kid. Gobble, 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 gobble. You know, you got the whole nine yards. Folks, I uh, need to probably get my medication. I'm, I'm doing Adam Sandler voices, turkey sounds. What is happening? Seattle, Washington is where we go next. We're having fun. Micah is there. Micah, how can we help? Hey, um, how are you guys doing? Uh, we're having fun. I just tried to impersonate Adam Sandler. I mean, it can't, we are in a new, we're at a new level, Micah. So yeah. good luck yeah. to okay. you. I don't know what the advice is going to be. We're like. Not sure what's about to happen, <laughs> but we're here to help. That's right. If we What's can. Okay, great. Yeah, so I want to give you guys a little context here. So I'm 17 years old, and I'm doing Running Start this year. So I'll only have to do like around three and a half years of college to complete a bachelor's degree. Mm -hmm. And basically, I, I'm trying to decide between going to work at Starbucks and doing their online ASU program where they would pay for my college 100% free. And like working there over the years, I would probably make around like fifty to $60,000 in total. 
Um, but as a Christian, though, um, I want to go to this private Christian university near my home, and I would probably be able to pay it all off uh, without loans and stuff. So my question kind of is, should I be sort of miserable working at Starbucks and not have as many friends for the years in college, but have a bunch of money to start out with? Or should I enjoy my college college experience, but not really have much money to start out with? Well, I, you know, if, if, you, if you're my son asking me this question, I'm going to go, hey, the fact that you can cash flow college and not go into debt. Where are you getting the you money, Micah, for a, for a private Christian university? That's, that has to be expensive. Yeah, so um, it's about, so I have over 50% of the scholarships, um, or okay. sorry, for the tuition. So it's $16,500 per year about. Um, so it would be like a total of around $57,000. But basically, I've I've been working a little bit, so I have around like $7,000 right now. And also my parents are going to be able to help with okay. that as well. Each year. Right. Yeah. It's a no brainer because you really want to do it and you're not going into debt. Um, yeah. if, it, if that were not the case, I'd say, yeah, go bust it at Starbucks and get your education paid for, but you really want to do this. So I see no reason why you wouldn't. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. That's definitely what I'm wanting to do. Definitely right. the well. Christian you didn't need University. our permission, but I appreciate the question because you're 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 wanting to know. It's if this, good to be yeah. You're you're wanting to know if this is a sound decision. And here's here's what you were worried about. If I do this, Ken Rachel, I'm going to come out and I'm not going to have much money. But who cares? You're not in debt, and now you can go work. And as a young guy, you're not going to need a bunch of money. You'll be fine. That's true. That's a good point. All right. So go do it. Go enjoy it. And if you change your mind. Here's the thing that I that I want to just say. This is a little soapbox thing. We live in a day and age that if we go to college, because culture has told us, Rachel, that college is the best way to success, that if we go to college and we get in there and we realize this isn't for me, or we go one route with a major and then we realize, I don't really want to do this, we feel ashamed mm-hmm. to just make a change. Yep. And I just want to say, be free. It's your life. That's right. That's right. Here's what anybody says. Make the change. Yes. And by being wise in the decision, which he is, Mike is. I'm like, you're just, you're weighing options. You're actually looking at options versus saying like, this is the only thing I can do. Um, And so it it is true. The the college conversation is getting more interesting. I feel like by the the day, because we are getting so many calls. We did a millionaire theme hour last week with Dave and over half the callers never had a college degree, you know? Right. So it's um, ask me if I have a college degree. Do you have a college degree? Nope. I thought you did. I thought no. you went. Nope. Nope. Went to Virginia and worked politics. College dropout. Went to work Liberty. on a campaign. You didn't graduate from Liberty. Did not graduate because <gasps> I because I tasted battle and then I went back to the classroom and was bored out of my mind and I left. With I don't about, think I knew that. Kenneth. I got about a semester and a half left and I'm never gonna do it. So there you go. A semester and a half. Could left. care less. Could care less. Yeah. Let's go to Sean next in Cleveland, Ohio. Here's to all the non-college grads that aren't losers. Oh my gosh. Sean, how can we help? Hi, how you doing? We're having fun. What's going on? I uh, just finished Financial Peace University with my wife. And congrats. Every thank you. Every uh three months that we've been doing it, we've been over budget. And my wife loves Rachel and the way that she explains Aww. things. But she doesn't seem to be following them as much as I, I'd like to. Um, just wondering how to get, we have a budget, our budget committee meeting tonight. 
and I want to make sure we're set up to not go over this coming month and try to word that in a way that she understands instead of, you know, me. What, me what, what me, ends up being the problem, Sean? What's the, what's the over, like how much are you guys over? And are you uh, o- a couple, couple grand, a couple grand. Ay, yeah. Ay, ay. yeah it's, uh, are we, we just we, ignoring we certain what things? we're making now? And we're, we're just, she, she has that student loan pause and I want to attack that. Um, as well as the mortgage. And I guess the student loan thing, I want to wait, like set aside X amount of dollars until they resume it. So we can just write a check and be done. But I think she's thinking, Oh, it'll be fine. We have money saved. And I just, we, we can't get on that. Right. That's it. Well, why are you $2,000 over budget? Because my, our daughters and cheer and competitions that come up, there's uh, all these expenses that go into that. There's a, that's a racket. Extra purchases. uh, Yeah. Wonderful wagons come into play and you gotta, yeah, you got it. I'm like, it's not even summer yet. So once the money starts being spent in summer, it's going to be a lot more, but luckily we have savings, but I don't want to keep spending. No. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all gotta get, yeah, you gotta get even. I I don't want you dipping into your savings to fund cheerleading and all that. So, um, tell your wife, love her too but Uh-oh. we have okay. to focus on the we have to we have to do math and this isn't like a shameful um statement but it's just true it's fifth grade math we our income is this our expenses are this and including giving and saving in that it needs to equal zero so we have to make choices sometimes hard choices within that income so if our choice is we want to do competition cheer for the daughter then other parts of our life are going to have to shrink or we're in order to, to do that. Make some money for it, or yeah, maybe we make some extra money. Um, but there, there has to be you. You, you guys can't continue to be in the red because your savings only is going to last you so long. So that's not, it's not a wise plan. So your lifestyles, both of you as a family, are above what you make, which is normal and. America, that's how people live. But we're not talking about normal. We're being weird here. And so right. um, there's going to have to be some some hard, yeah, some hard decisions that you guys as a family, and this isn't, Sean, you pointing at her and saying, well, you are doing this and you're doing that. No, yeah. You need to say to what, what Sean is thinking. And Sean says, Sean is feeling, I'm kind of getting frustrated. I want to be on the same page. I'm, you know, it, you got to point it back to you. Don't point the finger. Yeah. But tell her, love her. Love her, Love her, but, but we maybe have we need to a get cheer. the budget. I think we need a cheer. Give me an S. Give me an I. Give me a D. Give me an E. Give me an H. Give me a U. Give me an S. Give me a T. Give me an L. Give me an E. What does that spell? Side hustle. <laughs> Go pay for the cheerleading, mama, if you want it in the budget. Whoa, watch out. Rachel Cruz, great Sean hour. Thank you, James Childs and the team. This is The Ramsey Show. it's Rachel Cruz. If you like what you heard in this episode and want to know more about getting started on the Ramsey baby steps, go to RamseySolutions.com and click the get started button. We'll help you figure out the best next step for you based on your specific situation. That's RamseySolutions.com and click get started.